Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Gracious God, we come before you today, and we are thankful for your presence. We know, God, that your presence brings so much. Your presence is everything, and we don't take that for granted. So as we're here now, we look to you and we seek you, and we thank you that you desire to be found. You want us to look to you. You want us to draw near to you, and you will draw near to us. Thank you, God, for that. Thank you that you are real. You're affectionate, and you are aware of our life. You are aware of our issues. You are aware of all things concerning us as your children. Thank you for the reminders this morning that we have heard through the encouragements and through, your, through our worship and, and through the different prayers, God, that have come forth already, just bringing a reminder and a reassurance that, God, you are here, you are with us, and you walk with us, you talk with us, and sometimes you carry us. So we give you our attention now as we open your word and ask you to speak to our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Listen, I am, uh, I'm not going to preach the message I had planned to preach today. Uh, I can't tell you, how, this has probably happened more this year than ever before in my entire life. Uh, so um, I have zero notes on this. So um, it is a portion of scripture I have ministered on before, but in worship I just, I just felt impressed that, um, that I don't need to impress you with my preaching. And in life we can get tangled up in trying to impress people. It starts from very young, and it, I don't know that it ever really ends. Uh, it may become less and less of an issue, but it happens. And in that trying to impress people, we find ourselves dealing with this thing called pressure. Sometimes it's peer pressure. Other times it's demonic pressure. And other times it's our own flesh bringing pressure against us. There's a scripture that Jesus, uh, that is scripture of the word of Jesus that he said, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Does anybody ever feel like that sometimes? You feel like, man, the spirit of God in me is willing, but my flesh is weak, right? Um, and so I want to take a few minutes and I want to, zero in on this topic right here, and that is dealing with pressure, because we all have pressure. We all face pressure of different kinds. Financial pressure is another one. Uh, grieving is a pressure in our souls. Um, people have pressure against one another and different things. Look at this. It's in Matthew 26. It's in Matthew 26. 
And it's verse 36. Where Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane. Okay, it's on the, on the verge of, of going to the cross, on the verge of dying for our sins, on the verge of all of those things. And here's what he says, and is what's going on in Matthew 26, verse 36. says, Jesus went with his disciples to the olive grove called Gethsemane. Now, that is, um, what that is showing is a picture of where the olive grove in Gethsemane is a picture of where the... Uh, olives are picked and they go through the, the process of being pressurized to produce olive oil. Uh, olive oil doesn't just uh, get poured into a bottle and magically appear. It go the olives go through a process called pressure. And then out of that pressure, out of that pressurized process, then comes the olive oil. And so where Jesus is at, he is with his disciples... And they are all in this place that is pressure. They're facing pressure together. Okay, you with me? Okay, if, if you're tired or sleepy, I, I, I can't help that, but I just pray you get this. Uh, he said, Jesus said, sit here while I go over there to pray. He said, sit here while I go over there to pray. And he took Peter and James and John and he became anguished and distressed. And here's what he told him. He said, my soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. I mean, what, what explanation, what description Jesus uses to say how he's feeling? It's hard enough to get church folks to be real and to say how I'm really doing, right? Most of the time, how you doing? I'm good, bro. I'm good, right? I'm all right. Yeah, but really, sometimes you feel like the, right here, Jesus say, I'm crushed inside, I'm distressed inside. I'm falling apart inside. I don't feel right inside. Anybody ever wake up some days and you just don't feel right inside? You're not sick. You don't have the flu or anything like that, but you just know there's something unsettled on the inside of you, right? And, 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 and maybe the day before you were flying high as a kite, not in a bad way, but you were feeling good. You, your soul was great, your spirit was great, your flesh was not dominating, your emotions were checked and balanced, your thoughts were, were good and pure, and then the next day you wake up and, and you feel this pressure, you feel some unsettling, and, and it, in different cycles, there's sometimes things we go through that cause that, and other times it's just called spiritual warfare and spiritual battle, that, that there is an enemy of our soul called the devil, and he does not want the Christian church, he does not want the believers of God to rise and to be victorious or to live in a way that is positive, that's salt, that's light, that's advancing the kingdom, that's making a difference, that's showing the world what real love is all about, what real forgiveness is all about, what real godly good relationship is all about. And so he has that applied to our life. We have the world that presses against us and tries to tell us everything that's wrong with us and tries to hold up a standard or a model that says this is the right way, this is how you should do life, this is what you should think about that, and all of these things are happening, and we have our flesh that's conflicted, and sometimes we feel like we, uh, we have multiple personalities, because we don't, sometimes don't know that what way is right because of the way we feel. And our soul, like Jesus says, our soul is crushed on the inside. We, we're dealing with things, we're trying to get through the day, we're trying to get through the life, through, through life. 
Somebody wants to ask a preacher, man, what's your, what's your thought about the end times? What's your eschatology, theology? He goes, bro, I'm just trying to get through Monday. <laughs> he said, just short and quick to the point, I know Jesus is going to come back. I don't know when that's going to happen, but today, I'm just trying to stay saved. I'm just trying to keep myself in balance. I'm just trying to keep myself in a position to where I can keep being who God has called me to be. And Jesus, dealing with this pressure, admits to three of his close disciples, hey, I got a problem. I'm not feeling well inside. It's not a cold. It's not congestion. But it's spiritual oppression. There's something coming against me. There's something trying to keep me from fulfilling what I am called to do. Come on, somebody. There are things that we deal with, that we face, that are trying to keep you and I from literally fulfilling God's purpose for our life. And sometimes we don't know what to do when we deal and face pressure. But here's what Jesus teaches us. He, tell, he tells them, stay here, watch with me. And he went a little further in verse 39. He bowed his face to the ground and he prayed. He said, my father, if it is possible, let this cup of suffering be taken from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not my will. That was his prayer. I'm dealing with all of this. You've called me to, uh, to face the cross, to submit to the cross. You've called me. I am the one who is to die for the world, for the sins of the world, and to bring forgiveness to humanity and to set creation right with their creator. But it is not going that well for me because that doesn't, that's not fun. I don't want to have to do that. But if not, if it's your will... That's what I want. He prayed. And then he said, then he returned to his disciples, found them asleep. And he said to Peter, couldn't you keep watch with me even an hour? Keep watch and pray. And here it is. So that you will not give into temptation. Prayer, being vigilant, being watchful, paying attention. And prayer, Jesus says, is the answer to not give in to temptation. He said, for the spirit is willing, but the body, the flesh, is weak. Our reasoning and our attitude and our thoughts, they are weak. They are in contradiction to our redeemed life in God many times. In verse 42, Jesus left a second time and he prayed. He's in the middle of a fierce battle, a fierce struggle Dealing with pressure, and how does Jesus deal with pressure? The first prayer didn't do it. He goes back again to pray again. And he prays this the second time. My father, if this cup cannot be taken away unless I drink it, your will be done. Then he returned again to the disciples, found them sleeping, for they couldn't keep their eyes open. Couldn't keep their eyes open. They were tired, they were asleep. I think there's more to the story than physical sleep involved here. And it's a, I have a feeling it's, it, 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 it is a correlation and a parallel to the condition of church throughout this world in many areas, in many places, especially here in America where the church is asleep. Pastor Prentice and I 
were on a road trip yesterday to Memphis and back, and we were having this conversation. And he had this dream. And the dream was that he saw the church asleep. And then someone actually gave a, a, an, an encouraging prophetic utterance at, a, at a, the meeting we were at last night, and it was about the church being asleep. It's not that we're like bad people or don't care or don't want to or don't want the Lord to move or don't want God to work, don't want God to show up, don't want his presence to fill us. It's not that we don't want that. It's just that we have been lulled to sleep. And, and we wonder, how come I can't deal with this pressure in my life? How come I can't get through these issues in my life. Why is it always, it seems like it just takes forever for me to get through this and to deal with this. And Jesus found them. Then he went away, he said, verse 44, he says, he went away to pray a third time, saying the same things again. The same prayer. Same prayer, Father, this cup of suffering that you want me to swallow, that you want me to drink, that you want me to inhale, you want me to digest, you want me to deal with. Yeah, I don't really want to do that, but if it's your will, then I will do that. And so if, if you can't take it away, then just help me to face it. Help me to deal with it. Help me, Lord, to not run away, to not pretend it away, to not hide it away. To not sweep it under the rug away. No, help me face it. Give me the strength. And as Brandon mentioned earlier, the grace. Max echoed again, the grace of God. The grace of God. God told Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. And this, I guess, is really kind of a follow-up to last week's message. What do we do when we are facing things that that we, we don't know, we can't seem to gain traction, we can't seem to get through certain things, and we keep falling, falling to them and, and, and not overcoming certain things. And Jesus says, pressure. And this is what he says. He said, go ahead, sleep, have your rest, but look, the time has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Up, verse 46, he said, rise up, let's be going, my betrayer. Is here. In other words, Jesus was ready to face what was in front of him. Oftentimes, we don't want to face what's in front of us. We, 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 we try to just pretend and pray it away instead of asking God for the true grace to face it anyways. There are some things you and I can't pray away. We're just going to have to face them. We're just going to have to face them. The, the children of Israel under Saul's reign as a king, they, they were hoping that the giant and the Philistines, their enemy, would just run away. They would just get tired of coming out every day to face them in battle, and they wouldn't show up perhaps this day. But as you know, the story goes, David shows up, here's what's going on, and he's like, no, somebody's got to face this giant. Somebody has got to put this giant in its place. And so David shows us the story, shows us the application that when we let Christ arise, his enemies get scattered. So what do we do? How do we deal with pressure? How do we deal with pressure? Jesus shows us right here. We deal with pressure by praying. And I know oftentimes that's like the last thing we want to do is pray. 
Because sometimes we feel like our prayers aren't, aren't making it through the ceiling. They're, not, they're bouncing off of heaven's walls and not, not penetrating the throne room of God. And, and less, oftentimes, man, we don't want to do that a lot of times because our flesh is weak. But the Spirit is always willing. Church, you and I are called to walk this life by faith. Not by sight, not by how we feel. And that's a constant daily struggle because we're just full of emotion. We're full of feelings, right? We're full of it. But what God wants us to be fuller with is Him. And how does we get more of Him to fill our life? We pray. We get real. We let Him know how we really feel. We call on other brothers and sisters to let them know how we really feel. But we pray, and we don't stop praying. We ask God, if I am going to make it, and if I'm going to have to deal with whatever is in front of me, then I'm asking you to not take it away, but help me to face it. Give me the strength. Give me the courage. Give me the grace to deal with this pressure in my life. Give me the ability the spiritual fortitude to, to, to walk through this hard, hard road of difficulty, this hard road of challenge, maybe this hard road of, of setback. Give me the ability to actually do this. How, how does anybody ever get stronger and, and greater and more victorious in the Lord? It, it is not necessarily... Because they go to church all the time. It's because they have a real relationship with God. We have a real relationship with God. That's how we deal with life. And that's how we make it through life. And that is how we overcome obstacles. That is how we overcome and march through setbacks. That is how we, we gain traction in our life, in our spiritual walk with God. It's because pressure happens and we don't run from it we don't hide from it but we ask God give me the strength to face it give me the strength to face it and I dare say there there are folks here today that you're dealing with some pressure you're dealing with some pressure and yeah I'm with you I want pressure to go away I just don't want pressure to show up period I'm with you I I'm don't sign me up for it But that's not how we live life with God. Because we'll never ever be, ever be who he created us to be. And we'll never accomplish and fulfill what he's called us to do with our life if we're constantly trying to not deal with pressure. Because there's some days, man, we just feel like, I can't take it. I'm done, right? Some days I'm just like, yeah, I'm over this. Forget this. I quit, whatever it is. The Lord says, hey, this is how we deal with the pressures of life. We don't pretend them away. We pray through them. We pray through them. We pray through them. We pray through them. And so I want to end today with praying. So I'm going to invite, Lori's going to come back up on our keys. And I'm going to invite 
uh, our elders, deacons, our pastoral staff, and other staff, Dan and Diana, if you, I would like for you guys just to go in and make your way forward. I want these folks to be available uh, because we want to pray with you. We want to pray for you. Um, and just team up if you're solo. Just team up with somebody. And uh, Megan, you can join your husband. That'd be awesome if you, if you want to. So we're just we're gonna we're gonna take these last few moments of our service today, and we're gonna do what Jesus did. They right in the middle of pressure, whatever your pressure is right now, whatever you're you're dealing facing, whatever maybe you're hoping would go away. Please do yourself a favor. Don't pretend you don't have it. Don't pretend that it's not real. Don't pretend that you're not struggling or that you're not dealing with something, facing something, because you're going to continue to stay in the same position of life that you're in until you deal with it, until you face it, until you allow the work of God to be greater in you that will enable you to take steps face your giants face your enemies face your darkness and face your grief face your discomforts face your confusion face your wondering face your inabilities of not feeling like you measure up whatever it is please don't pretend but let's pray and that's why we're here today we want to pray with you and so we're going to invite you. You can stand. That'll actually make it one step easier if we stand. And I'm going to, I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to invite you forward that if, if you um, would like someone to pray with you, then um, we got, I think we got a lot of people here that can do that. So let's, let's bow our heads. Lord, life is ugly a lot of times. Life can be heavy a lot of times. And the different things we encounter are not always fair. But we know you, you have shown us the way, Jesus, how you overcome and how you face things. And when we have you in us, we have the same spirit, Jesus, that raised you from the dead that is alive on the inside of us. And so today, we call on your great name. We call on you, Holy Spirit, to truly rise up within each and every one of us. Help us face our pressures. Because there is something good that you want to produce in us. There is something of value like that olive oil that you want to produce in our life. And we don't understand half the stuff that goes on in us. We don't understand half the things that happen in our world. But if we will let you be who you are, which is good and perfect, you will work a good and perfect thing out of our imperfect condition. 
So this morning, we want to come to you and acknowledge and, and, and tell you that we don't want to run from this process of pressure. We want to face it. We want you to give us the strength, the ability to walk through it. And God, and in that, give us a picture. Give us a vision. Give us a glimpse of what the finished product could be. So that, Lord, we don't grow weary while doing the right and good things. Oftentimes, Lord, doing the mundane things get tiring. It it gets old. But if we can just hang in there and keep doing those things, you are working out a miracle. You are working out the the good, significant value of like that olive oil. You are producing good things out of us and bringing forth good fruit and bringing forth blessings in us, oh God. So now we give you ourself. In the name of Jesus.